Hello, and welcome to Project Where's the Line. This is a project where myself and some guy and maybe future guests talk about topics that are sometimes hard to talk about, uh, sometimes very ambiguous, sometimes we don't really know how to talk about it. And we, we talk about those uncomfortable situations. And this episode is kind of interesting because I've been doing Facebook posts and asking questions. And sometimes they're not easy questions to talk about. And this one in particular is very, very hard for a lot of people to talk about uh, and remain respectful. And that question was, can you be racist to a white person? Now, there are some people who are offended just by the presence of that question. Uh, there are some people who are offended by the answers that they see or the reasoning behind the answers. And I get into that. I share some of the common responses and I share my own thought process. And I, I hope I do a good job. I hope we both do a good job of explaining our points of views, why we feel the way we feel, but also trying to elaborate and expand on the different points of views of other people who don't think the way that we think, because that's okay. It's okay to disagree. And that's what this podcast is all about, is learning about the different mindsets and ideologies that people have on certain topics and bridging that gap, figuring out where that line is. And that's why we named the podcast as such because we want to figure out where's that line? How do we talk about this? How do we resolve the issue? Uh, sometimes it's definitions of words. And I think this episode in particular falls into that category of people having vastly different ideas or definitions of the term racist. Uh, and sometimes people aren't aware of that or people don't want to be aware of that and people want other people to use their definition to understand their definition. And it's just a really interesting conversation. The post is really interesting. I got close to 200 comments the comments are still kind of going on it's finally slowly died down uh but it's been a very very interesting conversation that i've thought about for weeks before leading up to and after recording and in, in the posts and the responses and the research uh, so yeah i hope you guys enjoy the most important thing is I want engagement. I want you guys to reach out to me. Uh, I'm on social media. Some guy is kind of off the grid a little bit, but uh, I'm on social media. You can find me on Twitter and uh, you can talk to me or leave a comment wherever you're listening to this. We're expanding. We're fairly new to this project. Uh, so we're on Spotify. We're working on getting on iTunes and Google and other podcasting platforms as well. So make sure you guys stay locked in. Uh, we're going to be expanding and growing as we figure out this project and grow together. So thank you guys so much, and I hope you enjoy the show. So the question at hand is, can someone be racist towards a white person? Uh, I thought about this question and it, it's funny because only one person mentioned this and I think they were trolling, but nonetheless, you know, it is kind of an insensitive question depending on how you want to look at it. I didn't mean it as an insensitive question. I meant it as a legitimate inquiry on what the general public or what the people around me on Facebook think about this topic and have a conversation, see if it can remain civil and see if we can get something out of it and if people can see eye to eye, eye, to eye on this topic, which is very divisive at times. And uh, it's not talked about so directly. You know, you have places like Fox News that talk about it, but it just feels so forced down your throat and antagonistic. It's really hard to have a rebuttal without being emotional, without answering back with insults of your own. And so what you see is usually left-leaning and right-leaning media kind of talking about this topic, but in a self-righteous way and never in a, let's have a conversation. It's, this is the way it has to be. And if you aren't, you're part of the problem. 
You know, one side says you're racist, the other side says you're trying to cancel, you're trying to control how we think or talk. Uh, but there's never a middle ground to this conversation where people who agree and people who disagree are on the same platform discussing this. And that seems like an issue to me. That seems like something that we should talk about because there's people who live here that live in different realities and they don't come together to work on their issues. And I just, I'm tired of that. So that's why I've been asking random questions on Facebook. You know, we had another episode that we talked about another topic and this one is uh, got a lot of responses. I got 165 responses on this one, uh, comments on this, myself included. And so uh, before I get into the comments, if you want to some guy give a short or give, give your response to this question, why, do you think someone can be racist towards a white person? Uh, I think it all very much depends on your definition of racism. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get into all that a little later on, but like by the standard definition, I do not believe so. I understand that systematic racism is a thing that people tend to uh, superimpose that word on top of just racism, and then it's just kind of like um, uh, kind of a blanket term for I think that people tend to uh, superimpose systematic racism and racism all as one word, and it gets a little muddled. Uh, and I think that that's part of what we're trying to figure out tonight is, or at least trying to talk about, is what qualifies as racism and what, uh, if it can happen to anyone. Yeah. To add on to that, I, I no one ever talked about this within the topic, or at least so directly, but I feel like there's a third definition. Well, there is a third definition of racism that talks about superiority of race, you know, and that one's also, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I wouldn't consider that one necessarily systematic in terms of like, you know, uh, segregation or, or Jim Crow or even affirmative action, like something that speci specifies the race of somebody and in, in, in like documentation or excludes them more so the fact or the reality of this group of people have higher power on average than this group of people. And so by that logic, these group of people can never be racist towards these people because they don't have enough power to do so. And that's not necessarily just systematic. It's, it's just societal. Like the way mm -hmm. people perceive a black person, for example, is just, uh, when you hear the comment from a, like in Alabama, I heard a lot, you're very well-spoken in parentheses for a black person, or sometimes I'd even hear that, uh, and never as an insult from a white person, but it's because their perception, you know, we talked about this before, but the perception of a black person is so much lower. So that, that reality is true and it's not necessarily uh, out of malice. It's just, you know, it's like trailer trash, for example. It's not necessarily, it, it, you know, you could say white trash or trailer trash, the same kind of group of people, regardless of race, they're looked down upon because of their lifestyle or because just how people perceive that group of people. So there's a perception that this group is superior to and there's an accepting mm -hmm. of that reality from that group of people that they are inferior to this other group of people. So it's kind of a self-fulfilling uh, prophecy because they're comparing themselves in some way where this other group of people is more successful. They're politically more powerful. They have more money. Uh, but do they have more spiritual growth? Do they have, like what? It depends on the priorities of the person. But normally in America, that is it. Money, power, respect, right? Those are like the holy trinity of the American society. Uh Anyways, that aside, I just I just want to kind of point that out because I never talked about that so directly, but I feel like that specific mindset or definition is what causes so much friction between 
all three of those where it's just being prejudiced towards another person uh systemic racism of like the system actually hindering the pro progress or process of a group of people usually black people in this scenario and then just that perception of how societally that perception affects how they interact and how they perceive each other and themselves so i just wanted to add that up there make sense yeah yeah no absolutely um I, yeah that's sorry i was at a loss for words earlier but like i i feel like you definitely covered the covered that one pretty well sweet thank you um mm -hmm. so i'll i'll share what i said originally so when i type these questions i keep it very short on purpose i keep it very generic because i want to see where people are going to start off uh but i also want to share what i commented in the comments as well so essentially what i said was in my opinion 100 percent yes you can be racist to any person to say otherwise is to get caught up in semantics uh, the definition of prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is a minority or marginalized. So basically specifying being prejudiced towards someone because of their race, but typically, but acknowledging the fact that normally it's towards a minority or someone who's marginalized. So acknowledging that, that is what I clarified as my definition. And then I go on to say, there are some who mention that it has to be a marginalized group. To that argument, I'd say you can still be hateful or judgmental to someone. That is the essence of racism that I assume we are trying to stop. If a black person can be racist to me, a black mixed man, then yes, anyone can be mean, hateful, judgmental to a white person as well. So that was my that was my thought process on mm -hmm. on that one. I I still hold true to that after the whole conversation, after reading through hundred plus comments. I think that that's still relevant. What about you? Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I I think that racism is something that we all suffer from. Um, not that they we're all racist, but whenever racist actions happen, I think everybody, like everyone involved, suffers. Um, not only do, you know, is someone, uh, hurt or offended, not always just emotionally, sometimes even like physically, but there's also like, um, the pe the people that are, you know, for lack of a better term, choosing to be racist, uh, they're losing out on experiences that they'll never they'll, they'll never get to understand like I, i've said this a few times um you know i have some uh, racist people in my family and like if i had grown up being of the same mindset then you know you and i would not have had a friendship that's just it just never would have come about um and i i can't imagine where i would be without having you as a friend and I, I feel bad for people that think that a simple dis difference like skin color can um, make or break a person. I feel like people say that it's okay to be, or at least it's socially acceptable to be racist towards a white person because of the history that happened. While at the same time, like it, but it just seems weird to me that like, The example that you give to justify this is the exact example of this. Like, it's the whole two rights don't make a wrong sort of, um, was that a parable? No, 
I, I don't even know what that is. A, like a just saying, a, like a phrase. Do you yeah, want to make a right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> 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 I mean, it it uh, works both you, ways, man. It does. It makes it works both ways. I that way. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to think so negatively, sir. <laughs> I like I like to uh, sugarcoat all of my sayings. Now, um, yeah, two wrongs don't make a right. Two, it doesn't make any more sense for you to be prejudiced against me and that to be okay than it makes for the opposite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if, if if I come up and say some racist stuff that offends you, that's racism. But if you come up and say some racist stuff that offends me, how is that not racism? Yep. Well, again, it goes back to the whole definition thing, right? And it's, it's something that I feel mm-hmm. like I have to circle back to because I, I don't agree with this mindset, but it's just one that's so prevalent that we have to keep on bringing it up is that there are yeah. some people who are just outright convinced of what the definition of racism is. And as such, it like warps their perception around that, that interaction, whereas they don't see themselves as being racist because they, for some reason, by, de- by a definition that they have in their mind of like, I'm a minority, I'm oppressed. I can't be racist to you. And I don't, I don't fully, I've been around it a lot. And I don't, I still don't fully understand it. I, I have had that mindset in the past a long time ago. So I know how easy it is to think that way when everyone else thinks that way. But when I think about it hard enough, it, even if by definition, I said that I couldn't be racist to you. A lot of people, the ones that are missing the point are the ones that don't understand the issue of the part of racism that is the issue is being prejudiced somewhat towards someone else who is undeserving of it. That That is what I was trying to say in terms of like the essence of what is important about this conversation and about racism is that it's fine if you think that you can't say, no, it's not fine. It See, this is a tough part is that it... I still, after having this conversation and looking at it, I still don't understand how they can wrap their head around, like, what what are they saying is acceptable behavior towards a white, a white person? And this is something I should have asked, and maybe I will, in in terms of the people who think that they can't be racist. It's like, what is your, what do you think is acceptable behavior towards a white person that doesn't, that, that you don't even know and hasn't, like, done anything to you? Do you think it's okay yeah. to call them a slur just for being white? Do you think it's okay to be mean to them, to like take their seat? Like what, what is acceptable behavior for you? And that, that's something that maybe I'll have to explore in the future because that's inevitably what I'm trying to figure out about people. Because now I understand that there's a huge divide in the terms of understanding of the word racism. But now the issue is what do they consider racist behavior? And do you think it, that same behavior is okay for you to do to a white person when it's not okay for them to do it to you. Right. Um, and being able to acknowledge that hypocrisy, you know, like, even if you think it's not racist behavior, do you think it's hypocritical behavior? Right. Uh, because I, if I, if you call me a word intended to insult me because of my race and I do the same thing to you, even if the term sounds funny, I still Mm -hmm. intend to say it with malice. Like I know what my intention is. I, maybe no one else knows. Maybe I'm being funny or maybe I'm being hateful, but if I'm being funny towards a friend, that's not me being racist. That's me having humor with my friends. Like you talked about before, uh, we, 
it's it's consensual to us i hope hopefully it's a consensual relationship where someone's saying hey i'm calling you this name it's funny ha 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 if it's not funny hopefully they speak up about it and i know those are those there are those friendships where people don't speak up uh i had to speak up about something recently uh where someone was yelling at somebody yelling at one of their friends like kind of humiliating them after they beat him in a tournament on camera and mm -hmm. I was criticizing them on the stream saying, I'm not a fan of this. And then he put it on Twitter and said, like, even though, you know, I wanted to explain why. And I'm like, I will never be a fan of anyone embarrassing, yelling at or berating their friends, let alone doing it live on camera. I will, I'll never yeah. be a fan of that. Um, and he was like, okay, understood. And like, I still like the person. I have nothing wrong with them. But when I see those yeah. acts, I'm going to speak my mind and say, I'm not, I'm not, a, like, I'm not a fan of that. The friend is not speaking up. You know, maybe if I feel like it's an issue, I'll talk to the person individually. So it's not like I need to step in and, and do something for somebody else because I don't think that's my place. But I am allowed to be entitled to my opinion. So that tangent aside, uh, I just I think it's important to call out hypocritical behavior. I think it's important to recognize hypocritical behavior. Um, and I think it's important to not get caught up in the semantics more so than caught up in the behavior of what what standard do you hold yourself to? And I don't I didn't get that answer. So maybe we can speak on that in the future. Uh, but for now, you know, we can keep digging into those comments. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and read the uh, next one. Sure. So this came in from a commenter. Uh, she put, racism is not unidirectional, nor is it necessarily intentionally malice. Racism, I'm finally learning, is systemic, multifaceted, and nuanced. It can be aimed towards any group and should be recognized and eradicated by every group. Thoughts? Uh, that, so that one, I can't say I disagree with. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with this. Um, at first, I thought she was saying that it was like it, it it's only systemic, but it's, she's not. She's saying that it is more than that. It's it's systemic. It's multifaceted, and it's nuanced. Mm, and yeah, yeah, no, yeah I, okay, okay, yep. You were thinking the uh, same I was, thing I was thinking, actually. Yeah, I, so it, it threw me for a second, but no, I, I agree with this. Um, I think that anyone can be racist, and everyone should be. Uh, trying to improve it not just just everyone you know what i mean not just any one group any any like you should try and strive to be less racist that's something that uh we should be all be doing every day not yeah. to call not to say that you're a racist not to say that i'm a racist but like there people i don't necessarily think that someone who is I, I don't think it's impossible for someone who's not racist to perf to have a racist interaction or one that is perceived that way. Oh, yeah. Or mm. unintentionally. Um, uh, I have a pretty good example for you. Um, we were, uh, a former partner of mine and I were sitting in a parking lot and a car pulls up and she like we had just gotten our volvo and she like set her arm up on the window and it hit the uh, driver's side lock which makes the entire car sound like it's locking down so it's like ka-chunk so as soon as this car pulls up you hear ka-chunk and then we'll look over and there's uh two dudes uh that were you know darker than us and it 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 was perceived like she felt bad about it. She's like, "Wow, my God, this like." She felt bad because the perception of that is that now these uh you know 
this troublesome group pulled up, so I'm going to lock my doors. And then when they look over, they see us. Um, pale as can be. And what does that look like? Or what does that... Yeah. How does that interaction sound if you it had been you that pulled up? You know what I mean? Like... It wasn't intentional. Oh man, here we go again. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and it was not. It was 100% not intentional. Right. You know what I mean? It was just um, from from then on, we knew that our Volvo had racist locks, Uh, (laughs) and we referred to them as that because it was, you know, an uncomfortable situation. That, um, I, uh, I don't think anyone was harmed by it, but I would not want to do that again ever <laughs> that makes yeah. sense no for sure i i know what it's like from the receiving end but i've also i'm I'm afraid of big crowds of people or i used to be so when i was younger and i saw big groups of people like especially if it was one race whether it be blacks or whites because it could be like you know it could be a gang and you could be in the wrong and- area so it could have nothing to do with the color of your skin it could just be like location based or it could be like a bunch of skinheads walking down the street so like those were really those were real situations for me that i had to be aware of so i mm-hmm. was like paranoid of that kind of stuff so i used to like just dip from big crowds of people but i also know from being a big black person that uh <laughs> there's a lot of people when you go into a store or you go into you know you get into an elevator with a like a white person or a smaller white person uh you you you're jogging down the road you're exercising you know i've been accused of raping someone supposedly for like and she she was on the phone and yelled this i, I remember telling you about this i was just jogging i said excuse me two times she was yelling so loud on her phone that she didn't hear me and then i jogged past her kept my head like i didn't have my headphones on the music on but i had my headphones in and i just heard oh my god someone tried to like you know rape me and like that i think that one got me the worst it was a black lady too and hmm. I, i'm i'm used to that kind of behavior but i was like 20 something at the time and even though she might have been kidding, I really wanted to turn around and be like, why would you say something like that? Like, why would you why would you joke about something like that? Especially you being a black person, you knowing that, like, I'm just jogging past you. I didn't do nothing to you. Like, that's messed mm-hmm. up. That's really, really messed up to, like, you know, first off, women are trying to slowly get their own, you know, awareness and, and you know, come into their own. And you you say something like this, which you know is is uh, what's a false flag. Well, I don't, I don't know the term for it, but like you're you're making a joke out of something that's very serious. Which whatever, we all do that. But you're also yeah. saying it out loud in a public place about someone you have no clue who they are. And I could have been a very angry person. I could have been a very like you know sensitive person. But just like that was a very reckless thing to say. Was it illegal or anything like that? No. But it was a reckless thing to say that she didn't think about the repercussions of her actions. And like mm-hmm. that just it made me so mad, you know, and even if it was just joking, it's just that kind of stuff. And when it's unintentional, you know, it's whatever. people are going to get mad. Black people are going to get mad about it when it happens. Like a lot of us look into things more than there really is because we are just that paranoid. But sometimes it is true in the world that we live in. It is true that sometimes they will follow you around the store. They will look at you longer than they need to to make sure you're not stealing anything. Uh, mm-hmm. They That behavior is there. So like. You know, I, uh, for you personally, it's not a big deal. Yeah, no, I remember, I, I want to say it was, I remember, I want to say it was in high school or college, but just being young uh, and walking around the store and being profiled for, for that. You know what I mean? Like, we were just young kids uh, walking around and being followed around through a store. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't feel good. It, it You know, it's uncomfortable. Um. Not to say that 
Like, that's the only time I can remember that happening. And I can relate that if that were to keep happening and keep happening, it would, I would just, you know, like that, that get angry. Yeah. Yeah. I I can, I can, I can understand that I can, that's justifiable to me. Yeah. That in itself is part of this weird relationship that white and black people have right now on in general is that a lot of black people just, we feel that residual, that, that anger, that, that paranoia, because we, we know it's a real thing. Before everyone else knew it was a real thing, before, you know, cameras and, and seeing all these cops doing all this stuff, this was mm-hmm. like our boogeyman, you know? It's like it happens all the time, but the society doesn't believe us. And it's – you you go crazy with that kind of baggage, that kind of emotional baggage. Like you just – you get paranoid because you have to be. You have to, you know, keep your eyes on a swivel because if you live in a bad neighborhood, you also have, you know, other – People living in that bad neighborhood, regardless of race, doing things, usually gang affiliated activities. So you got to keep your head on a swivel for that, especially if you're not in it at all because they're going to target you. Uh, then you also have the police who won't have your back. So you, you don't you have to think about yourself. You have to be perceived to be very strong because it's a survival skill. Like you, you have to look like no one wants to fuck with you or you have to be willing to deal with the consequences if you can't make that kind of behavior. Right. And. You live in that for so long, even if you get out of it, it's like people who get out of the military. I don't know if you've ever seen people who are out of the military. They, they think a little differently. If they've been there for a long time, they've seen action or anything like that. They just Their mindset is different because they've had to live and survive in a different kind of situation. So their priorities yeah. are different. Their triggers are different on average. You know, and what- I, I would Sorry, I, I would imagine that their fight or flight is triggered way more often than you know, mine or yours. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, it's probably more severe, you know, because they know uh, yeah. what can happen. They have the skills to back it up. So it's like it's automatic. It's like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loud voice, you know, having to stand your ground, you know, uh, a lot of that kind of behavior in police and, and uh, a lot of former military get into the uh, police force and they don't ever lose that mindset, too. So that kind of adds into the whole POC cops dynamic as well so interesting enough uh all right anything else to add on that one no, no, i'm gonna do one more of these so. and then i'm gonna also um play a video that you can listen to and then from there we can uh, a lot of it is like the average so we can continue to talk about like the average of what we've seen and get into that uh and then we can wrap up from there i'd say and this it, it can be a very long topic but i want to challenge ourselves to just like keep it to listen yeah no absolutely i think keeping it short here uh maybe putting it out there and letting people hear it mm-hmm. and then continuing the conversation that way yeah um because hope, hopefully this is one that does uh kick up some uh engagement and yeah. you know what i mean like um if if anything is gonna have people speak their mind i think this is one of the topics that's gonna do it yeah and what I can do is also tag a lot of the people that commented to see if they want to listen through and, and hear my thoughts on it and see if this makes sense to them, if it resonates with them, because uh, I, I, I want to help people understand both sides of the story or, or both sides of the fence, because there's multiple mm-hmm. stories. There's not one exact story, so you can't take a whole bunch of white people and take a mindset and say they all think that like this or the same thing with black people. Uh, but what you can do is start to look at the averages of how people are responding and talking about topics and understanding that from the way they're talking about it, 
their their mind their mindset around the topic is just very different and there's multiple definitions and ideologies that you have to start to break down to understand you know we're talking about the same word here racist but there's so many different ways people interpret and i'll, I'll i want to touch on a couple of things in a second too um because i think it's very fascinating but let's let's read this next comment right here all right so this one says i think it's kind of a strange question theoretically anybody can be individually racist towards any race and i'm sure that there have been people who are racist towards white people but a lot of racial problems in the u.s and throughout the world most likely are structural and systemic racism which white people just don't experience Short answer, yes, but individual racists are only one of the ways that other minorities experience racism. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good point. Um, so the difference is saying, like, you know, yeah, you can be racist to me, but my country is not racist against me. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't experience that. That's part of the racism where my entire, like, Entire entire social structure is built on a racist um, platform towards me, and you know, obviously, it's gotten better over time, but it's still there. Like, there's still aspects of it that linger. Um, and you know, I feel like that. That's kind of what I took from this comment. Right. Um, I'm still trying to process it. Uh, it was one that caught my attention, and one I. I disagreed with, but couldn't quite place what it was that I, I disagreed with. Mm -hmm. uh, the So I think this is a good example of what I wanted to hit on earlier, is that I posed a, a question of, can white people be, uh, can, can anyone be racist to a white person? And this one, I think, articulates it the best, but focuses on something I didn't ask. And uh, it's understandable, right? Because uh, black people do this, mm -hmm. or we're doing this on here. White people and different races, we're all answering, uh, you know, with a similar answer, usually shorter. And the not really an issue, but something I noticed was that a lot of people went out of their way to mention that, yeah, but it's worse for black people. Mm -hmm. for, so for me, I mean, I don't care personally. I think it's just really, really interesting because it seems really obvious to me, right? It seems like yeah. something that, like, I already know that, all right? That's not part of the conversation, but a lot of people went out of their way to say, maybe, but not as bad as a black person, or maybe, but here's the issue, like, you know, black people get it this way. Um, and I'm, I'm not measuring the two. I'm not trying to. Uh, I've lived the black experience for a long time. I've experienced racism from multiple different angles. Nobody they they may not know that, so that's why I'm not getting bothered by it because they don't they don't understand where I'm coming from. They took a general question and they mm -hmm. they took their own experience or their own understanding of the topic and shifted it to that or made sure to bring attention to that rather than actually uh delving into this question. It's like they're almost afraid to dig into this question of of pondering like is it possible? Like how bad can it get? Not a lot of people went into that route, and it seems like a lot of people were just either offended by the question or thought it was a stupid question, and it's not an issue right now. It's, it's not an issue. Well, hmm. for the circles that I tend to be around, it's not a huge issue. No one that I know is racist towards... No, I can't say that. I can't say that either. 
there's a lot of acceptable behavior towards white people right now that is okay to do. Socially acceptable uh, behavior mm-hmm. Be- based because they're a white person. If it had been the uh, opposite way around, it would definitely be considered racist, right? That's right. kind of the way you're... Yeah. Okay. So it, it gets into the whole self-accountability, you know, personal accountability, where there's this behavior that's not okay, but because they're this group of people, it is okay. That's That's been a general theme for a long time. You know, it's not it's not okay to deny someone a job, but if they're not able-bodied, then it's okay to deny them that job, right? Even if the job is something that's more like a, a person who might be missing an arm or a leg could do, because you think of them a certain kind of way, you, you're not going to hire them. You'd rather hire someone with two arms that makes you feel more comfortable. You know, it could be women. It could be black people. Mm-hmm. It could be white people. Right now, it's it's not just white people, but white people are also getting it, right? So, uh, like, it's it's like this comparison. Like, it has to be one or the other. It can't be both. So, black people have a whole set of issues. Well, a bunch of different races have a whole set of issues. But specifically to this conversation, you know, all, no, all, all people of color have different issues in America right now and in the world. And social issues, right? Social and governmental systemic issues that have to be addressed. But in the process of doing that, I don't think we need to direct our anger at any group of a specific, any specific group of people rather than the individuals that are making that the issue. Uh, and, and that's not necessarily mm-hmm. a concern, but it's just, again, an accountability thing. You don't have to be an asshole to a white person because they're a white person uh, just because you can. That's not, that's not okay, right? It, so I, I don't know if I'm getting my, my point across in saying this. It's just the fact that a lot of people did this. And that's, that's part of the issue with this question or with this answer that uh, part of what's – it's not an issue. It's just an observation that I, I really think is important to point out is that this was a, a very common theme of making sure that they redirected it towards black people, you know, and not Asians. Yeah. Uh, Cause I didn't even ask. So I asked, can someone be racist towards a white person? I didn't say, can black people be racist towards a white person? Uh, I didn't say, can white people be racist towards a white person? So it's, it's not something that I'm bothered by or that I'm mad about, but I would like further exploration on why people feel obligated to pivot the conversation towards that uh, for for these people that did that. Does that make sense? What do you think? Yeah, no. Um, so I guess there's a couple of things that could have happened. Like your first commenter could have steered it in that direction potentially, but you're, you're right. There's absolutely, I, and of course you had plenty of people that were like short answered, like just yes, or, you know, I, I, I guess invoking more questions about it other than just a yes like where else could it go like in what other in what other context would it be acceptable you know what i mean that's like this is the only by asking that question you're kind of limiting yourself to either someone agrees or they disagree because they because they feel like the question isn't fully asked i guess or isn't fully con- in context. They, they want to make sure that you have context with what's going on in our society today, I guess. It's, it's a little bit like um, like the term mansplaining. You know what I mean? Like, um, 
black splaining <laughs> or uh, yeah. SJW splaining or something like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm not sure what the what the terminology for it should be. Uh, but yeah, it's that's just the way that it feels like, um, like almost like they were saying no, it's not. And here, let me educate you. Yeah, you're it. Yeah, it, it feels like if I ask a question like, "Can a woman be sexist towards a man?" and women came in or even men came through and were like yes but it's worse for women women get this this and this and it's like i'm not arguing that at all right it's just and again like i don't want to emphasize like i want to just emphasize the fact of how how common it was it happened a lot it was one of the main three forms of conversation was like yes uh there was no yes, which I'll I'll put into the same group, like definitive, they were set on that. And then there were people who were like kind of in the middle where they were explaining certain things and the nuance to it. Uh, and then there were people who were like, yes, but let's talk about this whole section right here. And like, let me, let me really break down why a black person can't be racist to a white person, which that'll get into a video that I'm going to play as, as well in a second. Uh, and uh, I empathize, but it's like, who are you, who are you explaining it to? I'm clearly a black guy. I mean, if you look at my profile picture, I don't, I don't think I look white. Uh, I don't think I've really expressed too many things that are like pro-white, anti-black, or any, like nothing that's pro-white, anti-black because I'm not a fan of like I'm a yeah, fan well, of everyone. I want to do that. Yeah. So I, I don't. It's just like I took I, again. I I intentionally took a very generic question because I wanted to see where people would go, and so. Like this, to your point, I, it was my fault for asking this question, but this is where I wanted to see where people would go on their own accord. So that, mm -hmm. that I like to ask open-ended questions if possible, but now that I have like a general consensus, I can explore this conversation and maybe ask it better and maybe even tag some of the people that talked before that might not be burned out from the conversation. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to clarify for a lot of people who aren't reading the Facebook posts, you know, again, there's like 165 comments, but I would say like good 90% of this, 95% was very civil despite the fact that people disagreed and the, despite the fact that I was challenging people and bringing arguments to the table, whether they said yes or no, you know, I was playing devil, devil's advocate on, on both sides of the fence. I, I think, I think I did a good job of doing that, but, uh, it, I'm really happy at how civil it was. So even though I might be sounding very critical about something, I don't mean to, uh, it's just something I'm very passionate about and I think is very fascinating, but also, uh, I think if I had to be honest, maybe a little bit annoying because it's like a waste of time to me. It's like an insult to my intelligence, but like ego aside, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I think it's very educational because that means that we know where people's brains are when we do engage in this conversation. Like if, if you have a conversation now, you know, like there's a lot of walls that need to be understood first before talking about a topic like this, which makes it so hard to talk about because everyone has like this different worldview. It's like a Christian trying to talk to a Satanist and they're both like hardcore, like Bible thumper and hardcore Satanist. They just, they live in a different world and it's hard for them to bridge that gap because there's information they don't want to know in order to understand and accept the other person. Uh, and, and so like when people do this sort of stuff where they have these layers of definitions and ideologies uh, stacking on top of each other that might be opposed to someone else's worldview, this is how you have to dissect that conversation and start to understand where they're coming from. Because it's like, ultimately, I bet if I broke it down enough for a lot of these people, it would be a matter of how do you feel about being, about treating someone that you don't know or does not deserve hatred? Like, how, how, 
what what is your thought of treating someone with hatred that you don't know and doesn't deserve what you're like and you don't even know if they deserve what you're giving them and it would, most people i would assume I worded that weird. Most people would assume, I would assume, would say, yeah, like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that to somebody else. I'm a decent human being. In practice, that might be a little bit different, but these people have that intention in their minds and maybe their hearts. Uh, but it's just, they feel justified in their actions and they don't see people as, you know, uh, I don't want to say equal, but in, in, they feel justified in treating people in certain kinds of ways because of this perception that they have about races, people, groups, societies, systems whatever it may be so yeah make sense yeah yeah i think um i guess the only thing thought i have about the the things that you had just said was um if it is such a nuanced like topic mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it is difficult to like even come up with the the mental exercises that try to explain both sides of it it's not easy. I think that's why a lot of people no. don't do it. You know? Yeah. Um, so I... i curious if people... If it's like a cumulative. Like, um... Like you grew up... You've, you've, you've had several experiences with racism. I'm sure, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I mean that—that's a silly question to ask, right? But to ask me that same question with the same assumption is a little bit of a silly so question to ask. You know what I mean? Like the expected answer and the expected amount of racist events that have happened in a person's life heavily is heavily influenced by their color. Um, I would so say like, that's, that's obvious, but then again, there are a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, specifically white people that don't understand or don't accept that. So I, I understand like that's part of that urgency to want to explain it to people whenever they get the chance, I think. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't necessarily think that anyone in the comments was trying to be malicious with it as much as I think they were trying to educate, which yeah. is, you know, maybe. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is interesting how directed those answers got. If I had to guess, it it's almost out of, not necessarily necessity, but just a lot of black people are fed up with it. So when they get the opportunity to talk about racism, it's like, why are you talking about racism to white people? Let's talk, like, this is more important, you know? It's just, it is a more urgent it is an urgent issue that needs to be discussed. There's not, I'm not going to say there's not an urgency to handle like white racism, but I think left unchecked, maybe not in our generation, but in the future, it, it could be an issue, but it's not even, that. I, it's just a matter of individual interactions, you know? Yeah. I, I think that that, I think that the problem doesn't get solved by tackling white racist. I think the problem gets solved with us, all becoming less racist. And how do how do we move our society away from one that is built on racism? How do we move the people in that society away from a racist mindset? Yeah. We do it by changing people's people's gut reactions. We do it by changing people's um, experiences. Yeah. So, like, 
if I, let's say I am walking through a neighborhood that is predominantly one race, uh, if I have a bad experience in that neighborhood, uh, then my mindset is that that's a bad neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, I think it has the tackling the difficult solution has to happen from all sides, not just from white people being less racist. I think yeah. everyone has to be less racist because yeah. racism only creates more racism. I agree. Or, yeah, I think it has the potential to create or breed more racism, uh, and it's not going to happen yeah. the same way. It's like the whole revenge story. You know, you get revenge on somebody else, someone else gets revenge on their behalf, and the cycle continues. You know, it, it, there's a lot of anger that a lot of people feel, and it's not able to get a true outlet. And um, that anger left unchecked isn't going to do anything productive. It's, it's usually going to do something catastrophic or, or catabolic. Uh, it's not going to help. So... This one is an interesting one. I don't think it's a bad video, but I think in terms of the conversation that I was having with this individual, it was a huge part of the conversation that we were trying to have. Because uh, we had a conversation, and I think he deleted it, and then he, we DM'd each other, talked about some stuff. Cause, so we were, we were all cool. It's just it got very passionate. It got very uh, heated, a heated debate. And I was challenging him on a lot of topics. And so he, he deleted his original comments and posted this and tagged me and said hey this is like this is a part of what i'm trying to explain to you and i was like thank you uh, and i appreciate this video and uh, also he posted an article as well that sort of repeats this sort of uh, conversation but i think this will be able to i'll be able to tackle both talking points by playing this video so i'll go ahead and play it now difference whatsoever between white people and black people we're actually all the same fucking race we have different skin color sure you have fair skin because your ancestors grew up in a climate with less sun. And so their skin evolved to have less melanin to absorb less sun. That's literally the only biological difference between you and black people. The white in white race does not refer to your skin color. Whiteness means purity. To be white in the manner of which the creators of the white race viewed it meant to be free of sin. Race is a social construct that's only about 500 years old. It's a fake invented concept that was created by European colonizers to justify the fact that they wanted the resources of Asia and Africa. And the people that lived in Asia and Africa had darker skin. So they invented the concept of race based on skin color. But they didn't mean that white people had white skin or that black people had black skin for that matter. What they meant was that fair-skinned Europeans were pure and dark-skinned Africans were evil. This is what led to the societal justification of slavery for 400 years. The reason we say that it's impossible to be racist against white people is that white people invented the concept of race for the sole purposes of keeping them on top of a social hierarchy. By very definition, the bottom of a hierarchy cannot oppress the top. Poor people cannot oppress rich people. 
Starving people cannot oppress the well-fed. You can be prejudiced against white people, sure. You can say, I hate white people and white people piss me off. That's not racism. Racism was and is a very specific social construct designed to keep dark-skinned people second-class citizens. Now, I know you're going to say, how can white people not be a race, but black people can? Right now, in 2021, being black does not pertain to being a member of a race. Being black and sharing blackness means being part of a shared culture of oppressed people. Because white people can trace their ancestry. Oh, you're from Spain. You're from England. You're from Poland. You're from Germany. African Americans have no shared heritage other than the fact that they were brought to this country as slaves. They don't even fucking know where they're from. So whenever you feel like you're oppressed as a white person in America, please remember this history lesson. Thoughts? The one of the thoughts I have is I feel like this this video goes kind of in two directions. Um, one, he said that it was the definition was created by wealthy uh, Europeans to like justify slavery, or is, is is kind of right like to justify taking um, lands from other people that aren't the same. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, lands and people yeah so would that mean like it, it's kind of interesting i mm, i don't know i don't have a fully formed thought on it i don't necessarily like so what he's saying is factual in terms of the creation of the term race and all that kind of stuff and i, I don't know if he clarified specifically the definition of race racism uh in in this but it seems like he's using the term oppression as mm-hmm. as the definition of racism now i disagree with the definition but that's the definition that he's working on and as such like his whole perception is is based on that word but the issue is is that the only thing we can really do is talk about that, that definition but where 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 i have an issue though is that he's talking about the creation of the term race now i still think even if we t- use the term oppression that can he he's wrong because a poor person can oppress a rich person just not financially a hungry person can oppress a, a full fed person just not with food you know but they can hold a knife or a gun they can coerce you into doing things so that argument doesn't make sense a poor person can roll up on a rich person's house and just take their shit is that not oppression you're saying i have more power than you physically i'm going to take your stuff or I'm sneakier than you. I'm smarter than you. I have oppressed you in some way and took what you have. Anybody can oppress anybody. Now, groups of people on average aren't going to be able to. Of course, poor, a poor group aren't going to be able to oppress a rich group on average. But it's not just because they have less money. It's because they have less uh, collective intelligence in terms of financial growth, right? Or, or business smarts. They don't have the, the resources but, or the, the tools, the mental faculties to do that at that moment for whatever reason or the connections but to say that a, a group of people can't oppress another group of people is completely wrong the foundation of america was american colonizers or european colonizers oppressing or taking a, you know taking away from the the british and you can use the term oppression like maybe that's something that can be argued because it was guerrilla warfare it wasn't technically oppression or anything like that but we got to the point where it's like you got to do what we say or we can fight again you know that's not necessarily mm-hmm. oppression, 
but uh, to say to make an argument that one group of people can't oppress another one because of what they have is a weak argument. Also, on top of that, the issue that I have is he talks about the found like the creation of the term race. That doesn't work that way. You can you can argue that they did perfect racism. That's your best argument. But to say that racism didn't exist before them or oppression didn't exist like systemic oppression didn't exist before the like 500 years ago is ridiculous uh just because sir isaac newton coined the term gravity doesn't mean he invented gravity it doesn't mean he invented a force it was already there it was already happening they just put a term to it and exploited it they they manipulated it just like how we can use gravity to our favor now because of the understanding of it and further the usefulness of gravity or understand it so that we can navigate safer and maybe create new tools around it the people who coined the term racism didn't invent the concept they just put a word to it and then exploited it so to to say this is a really weak argument maybe i'm wrong but i've thought about this for a long time and i think that if you look at japan for example the japan the japanese were racist towards their own asians towards their own japanese they the japanese like conquered multiple clans that weren't their own family. They were racist to other families. They were they were oppressive to other families. They were oppressive to the uh, the Chinese and the Koreans. They like tried to mow through Koreans just to get to Japan. Uh, Egyptians and the Jews. You know, like this has been happening for years and years and years. And so to make this argument that just because white people invented the word racism or race, that they get credit for racism, I, I think, and this might sound insulting towards white people, but I think this person and many other people are giving white people too much credit or they don't necessarily deserve it uh, because hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, but what do you like? Do you disagree? Like, please, please speak openly on this one because I, I want to know if I'm wrong on this or if you think I'm wrong. On no, this. I, I, I don't think you're wrong. Um, and it, it kind of speaks to some of the issue that I had with the video is that he's saying that it was invented by white people, but not, white in skin color but white in as in pure right and that and that being Romance. and that yeah and, and that being black meant impure but today it means that it's a shared heritage of no heritage right like a share a shared i feel like he's looking um, like three different things into one with the argument yeah it, yeah so i under that under by that definition he's saying that white means pure like i don't think there's anyone that thinks that just because i'm white means i'm a pure person uh probably christian or i i, I don't even think that's the case i think mm. it's just like you know what i mean like who who thinks just because of the color of their skin that they're oh that's a good person over there um you know what i mean like I, I don't like the way it was lumped together. It it seems very like a strategy to say a few things that are engaging and that, like you said, they're somewhat factual. Mm -hmm. Historically accurate. It, yeah. But his yeah. interpretation and, of it and how he's utilizing that argument is kind of flawed. It's almost, it's not quite misdirection, but... I think for the top for the question that you asked, it is a bit of misdirection. I don't just to be full disclosure, that guy did not make the no. video in, in response to your question. That was just a a reference that someone sent 
on a similar topic. Correct. Um, he he but, used that so, as a way to explain his emotions, but he also sent a couple of articles as well um, that okay. sort of mentioned the same thing. So hopefully this will let me look at it because it's Time Magazine here. Um, he <laughs> talks about how facing America's uh, history of racism requires facing the origins of race as a concept. Uh, and th this sort of does the same thing where it talks about that. And it, it bothers me because it, I think it's important to understand the, the concept of it. Well, no, 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 no. Actually, this article, there's nothing wrong with this article because this, this article says the same thing that I say, uh, I think. I think they actually mentioned that. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I read, I read deeper down the, the article and I was like, I, I went back and responded. I'm like, even your article mentions that like racism as a, as a practice has been going on for a long time. You know, it's just there wasn't a word to it. Just like, you know, the, the concept of counting, right? The concept, there's certain nations, there's certain like tribes in uh, a remote area that don't have words for numbers. They don't, they don't like, uh, uh, like past five, they don't have words for it. Does that mean that those numbers don't exist or that concept of counting doesn't exist? It's just they, they probably do it all mentally. They keep track of things or they use like broad terms like a bunch or a whole lot. You know, they don't have specific numbers for it. But the practice of actually knowing and being conscious of like how many you might be having in your hand, you don't need words yeah. for that necessarily. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we don't go past 10, really. You know what I mean? Like we, we go 1 to 10 and then we just increment on that. Yeah. So like it's just bigger bigger tens <laughs> yeah uh, you know <laughs> yeah um so i mean i but yeah I, I don't think that that means that they're incapable of counting yeah so needless to say i think it's important to understand where the concept of the term came from but i also think it's it's a little disingenuous to not to act like racism didn't exist before that happened uh, or, or anything similar to racism, oppression of a group of people for the benefit of others that has been happening since the beginning of like organized society. I would imagine a very, very long time. You know, we talk about Alexander the great. We talk about, you know, some of the Pharaohs and, and there, there are argues, there are arguments on whether or not they did utilize slaves. But from what I understand, you know, it is, it's in slavery is in the Bible. You know, this is BC. This is more than 500 years ago. I don't have to use math to even think about this. Slavery has been going on for a while. So that means that systemic oppression has been a thing for a while because it's been acceptable for a body of people to oppress another body of people. And usually they come from different lands because you don't want to use your own people. You want to use somebody else's people. Uh, and a lot of times those people aren't going to be the same look as you. So I, I, I'm not trying to dismiss anything. And I, I mentioned this several times. I'm not, I'm not trying to dismiss or disregard the plight of black people to have this conversation is just how, how far down this conversation are you willing to go before you feel like you're uncomfortable or you can't admit to the reality that, that I feel like, you know, needs to be talked about. Uh, even if you disagree, are you willing to entertain the conversation? So I, I, I think this was like the strongest argument against why racism is not possible towards a white person, but it's only if you stand on the feet of, or stand, use the foundation of the concept of, of racism existed because of white people and you hold it there and you don't really look at any other, you look at this in a, in a bubble and you don't look at the rest of the world history. You only look at how your history relates to just you as a race. Uh, and I mean, that's not a bad thing to do. 
and we do have to talk about the fact that, yeah, a lot of our history is kind of erased because of slavery. That's that's a reality that did happen because of Europeans and Americans. Uh, mm-hmm. I Again, we keep bouncing back to that conversation, you know, and that's, that's a good thing to talk about this because maybe people who don't think you can be racist towards a white person or, or uh, do think you can be racist towards a white person, uh, they do think about this other side of the fence too of like, yeah, you're probably not getting racism as much as I'm, you know, I or another black person's getting. And that's, that does, mm-hmm. you know, we've yeah. talked about that a lot, honestly. We talked about police brutality and stuff like that. So it's like, we've, we've discussed it, you know, individually between ourselves, but also, you know, in, in, in past podcasts on a different podcast and such. So it, it almost feels like the, um, this, a similar justification for the, uh, all lives matter group. You know what I mean? Like it, you, they they can't just let the fact that one group is trying to be active and get their group out of um out of oppression, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore they have to come up with this snarky remark in response to it. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, while, yeah. While, while taking no action to to hmm. so I'm not saying they're one to one. They're not they're not even remotely close, but I, I feel like the, the mindset is that he the answer to the question would seem to have been yes, but not as bad as it happens to everyone else. Or may like you said, maybe, but not as bad as it happens. Yeah. Uh, so, the, I guess the only parallels I can pull from that to the All Lives Matter group is they were saying like, "Oh yeah, of course, of course, Black Lives Matter," but so do the rest of them. And here's why you need to, uh, you know, what I mean, like it, it's a very similar, like almost closed off mindset. Yeah. Of it's like a reaction why... almost. Mm-hmm. It's like a, an almost like a what aboutism. Yeah. What about all uh, people? You know. Yeah. It uh the the slang that kids use nowadays is same energy. <laughs> it has the same energy mm-hmm. as all lives matter. That's that's what they say. Uh, it's very uh, some of the the slang that's popping up nowadays is very uh, esoteric, almost less practical, more um metaphysical. You know, like vibing, mm-hmm. uh, same energy. I'm like, huh, interesting. Like they use it differently, but it's kind of like very 70s ish in a new kind of way but anyways yeah so it has it has that same energy of like it's not as bad yeah it's not as not as catastrophic as like all lives matter in my opinion uh doing doing that like we we hinder growth i think to a smaller scale the same thing happens when you're like when i'm not even asking for you to bring this up and you're just like yeah but what about black people i i trust me i'm black i know i'm definitely (laughs) i'm there with you I, I want my equal rights, but I also would like to talk about other topics that don't affect me that I'm curious about. You know, I'm I'm curious about female rights. I'm curious about LGBTQ. I'm afraid to talk about LGBTQ, like in tra- trans especially. Uh, but I'm also, I have a lot of questions that I have, and I have a lot of opinions that, um, because I don't get my questions answered, I form my own opinions until I get new information. Uh, but there's a lot of people in the trans community that don't want to answer the questions because it feels transphobic or they say it's transphobic or exhausting to answer these questions but i'm like how the hell do i further my education on this if you're not willing to have a conversation with me and in black um, people do the same thing sometimes you know yeah it's and like, honestly a lot 
a lot of people who will, uh, the one that aggravates me is like do your own research like i i get that i, I get that you, this is probably the thousandth time you've had the conversation about it but like let me read the same sources as you let me yeah you got. well i mean you know obviously they're you're not going to have a source for the experiences that they've had. Oh, that's what you're saying. No. Um, okay. But it, it's it's difficult. If you're not willing... If you're not willing to teach someone who doesn't know, I feel like you should be willing to accept some behavior that someone does out of ignorance. Like, that. that's the yeah. trade-off. You know right. what I mean? Like, if, if you're... Um, if I said something that offended you and you didn't want to call me out on it because it it happens all the time, that's kind of not that that's on you, but that you you continuing to take offense to that is on you because you have every opportunity to call me out on it. Yeah. And say, hey, let me, without saying, let me educate you, but you could definitely, you know, say like, hey, man, that's, that's offensive. Uh... That makes me feel weird. I wish you wouldn't say that. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, is is are those types of interactions considered racism? Is you know what I mean? Like if I said something, would you consider me a racist if I did something that was racist, but I didn't know about it until you told me, and then afterwards I apologized? and made the changes that were necessary to make sure I didn't do it again. Is that considered... Am I still considered a racist at that point? Or is it only the... the production of, like, a negative outcome that causes a racist experience? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, it it depends on the severity and how public your act was. (laughs) You know? Uh, A lot Mm -hmm. of times, people get labeled as a racist for something they did or said that might have been racist but they legitimately don't hold any hatred in their heart for a certain race of people so it's it's a hard question to answer because it depends on who you who make who you make mad uh, uh and how often you're doing it so it's like the frequency of what you're doing it you know your intention but like, mm-hmm. yeah like if, to your question though if you're if you're not doing it with any malice in your heart uh, and you just you just say something is it racist it's like um, me, so it's kind of like a, a joke set up almost. It was like me and two friends were at a bar, a white guy and a Hispanic guy. And the, the white guy says to me, you know, you know, uh, I'm going to bring a watermelon for your birthday uh, on, on Sunday. And me and the Hispanic friend just give each other this knowing look of, what did he just say? <laughs> and he, like, he doesn't think of anything of it until he sees us looking at each other and looking back at him. And he's like, what? And then he's just like, oh come on guys like i didn't mean it that way and we're just like no we know you didn't mean it that way but it's like our mind like me and a hispanic person we can't help but have our minds go there because we're there so often (laughs) and it's like we found it funny like for us it was like he just said that i don't think he even knows what he said like it was kind of humorous to us because we knew we knew the guy he wasn't being mean but it was just like it wasn't racist but there's like this story we wake, make up in our head when people say certain stereotypes, you know, that we have on ourselves <laughs> or not like mm-hmm. that are placed on us, I should say. Uh, and 
we're just conscious of it and it falls into our, it's like you know that's what she said right you hear something that's what she said <laughs> it's like your mind just goes into the gutter right it's just something that you naturally do when you're around it so often and but like no it, it there was no malice there he wasn't even trying like in that, that guy's mind he wasn't even thinking about the stereotype he just thought watermelon really good you know my son yeah. loves watermelon so i was like hell yeah i'll take that i'm just messing with you <laughs> i just thought i was i like racist jokes because like I like that moment of uncomfortable awkwardness because I, I've been awkward so long that now I just get enjoyment out of like not being the only one that's awkward for a minute, <laughs> and like it just makes me tougher. It makes me like I used to be afraid of being embarrassed, so it's kind of a side tangent. But like, you know, I I just got a kick out of I, it. I think everyone's afraid to be embarrassed. I don't think that's a uh, specific to you, sir. Well, I, my, I had a I, friend that was well. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with you. I just I had friends that were like way more resilient to that kind of stuff, and I was like, I want oh that. yeah, yeah, I want for that. Sure. I want to do stupid stuff and not, you know, be okay with it. So <laughs> that was, that was like the idea behind why I do that kind of stuff now. But yeah. So it, it, I wish I could answer your question, but I can't, you know, it, it's. it's I, yeah. And it was, it was a, you know, a thought experiment. I don't know that there would be a, a good answer for it. Well, but like, it, I, I guess it. All right. Uh, I'm not saying that every situation can have any, not every situation can have a peaceful outcome, but the more that we make peaceful outcomes, the better the whole situation becomes for everybody. Um, so if you have the opportunity to educate someone who doesn't realize why their actions were racist and you give up that opportunity because you don't want to deal with that anymore. How how are you any less at fault than the ignorant? You know, than someone who is just doesn't know. If you choose to get offended. He, if if you so those are strong words because they don't apply to every situation, right? Like they yeah. apply in some for sure. Uh, but not every situation do people choose to get offended. I think sometimes people give offense. And I think we maybe talked about that last time. Mm -hmm. um, the difference between taking offense and giving offense. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So like, I don't like if it feels a little bit like a cop out to sit for someone to say, do your own research. You know what I mean? Well, like, well when talk when, when a nuanced conversation like this, if, if you're trying to have a conversation with someone to your point, it's like, you know, your experiences, your thought processes, why you think the way you think th those aren't questions that you can get out of an article or anything like that. That's individual experience where you can start to have these conversations and understand different people. And, mm -hmm. um, that's that's important to have like yeah you you can you should do some research on stuff and maybe understand some terminology however uh i i think it's a little when you have an opportunity to to educate someone whether it be giving them the resources themselves so that they have like you know reliable resources rather than allowing them to go to wherever to get maybe unreliable resources that's a whole side conversation that could be had but uh it, you, you're doing yourself a disservice because that's one other person that could be an ally that could help you out or understand from your point of view, but instead you missed an opportunity. Yep. So, yeah. 
so to to kind of recap on this, you know, I, I personally think, depending on your definition of racism, absolutely yes. You know, if you have malice in your heart because someone is a certain color of their skin, that's that's wrong. That's not right. You know, systematic oppression may not apply necessarily to race. Racist systematic oppression doesn't exist for white people, but I do believe that any group of people can be oppressed by the government or groups of people. Um, I don't think they make it easy to succeed for a lot of people despite that, but I do definitely think it's a lot harder for colored people, especially black people. Our history is pretty messed up and a lot of it is erased. I'm not trying to take any of that away by asking this question or having this conversation. Um, so please don't think that is the case. It's just a matter of having a thought experiment on a topic that seems to be uh, very hard to have a conversation about. A lot of people don't mm -hmm. want to go down that route. And the ones that do tend to be people like, like Tucker Carlson who are not really having a conversation more so than spreading propaganda. Uh, and I, I don't, want him being the face of this kind of conversation uh I, I do think that it's misleading to say that white people invented racism uh, but it is important to acknowledge that history of of what happened all those 500 years ago but only as part of the story of a, a grander scheme like i said before isaac newton didn't invent the force of gravity he merely put a word to it and discovered it and and added you know, revolutionized science because of it, just like maybe white people revolutionized racism, <laughs> but they didn't start it. You know, I don't think they started it. That's been going on for a long, a long time. And I think people who don't want to acknowledge that are not acknowledging reality, just like a lot of white people don't acknowledge the fact that a lot of bad stuff happened in America uh, to get to where we are now. Uh, that said, it's a conversation that has to be continued. And, and I'd love to have some input from people from all sides of the fence. I love disagreeing. Just do it respectfully. Uh, any, any closing thoughts for you? Some guy. No, no. I think uh, I think we've kind of went over as much as was extrapolated from the conversation on Facebook. Absolutely. Uh, uh, there, you know, obviously there were a lot of uh, comments, and we can't really talk about all of them. But I think sure. we got the the high points. Yeah. What I can um, do is put a put a link to the the post, maybe to see. I, I'm kind of hesitant to do that because I don't, you know, I don't want to put people out there. My my account's set to public, but I don't want to, you know. I don't want anybody else kind of getting thrown into this conversation, but uh, I'll have to, maybe in the future, I'll think about that. So I'll, I'll, I'll cut this part out and not use yeah. it, but, um, but yeah. So, yeah no, go ahead. Uh, so I don't really have too many closing thoughts. I think I, you know, what, what I said kind of sits in its own kind of speaks for itself because it was already spoken once. <laughs> I, don't yeah. I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point. Yeah. I, I don't, don't have anything else. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. that said, thank you to the people that did comment. If you happen to listen to this podcast, hopefully you have some more insight from where I'm coming from and I didn't, you know, offend you. You know, if I if I did, actually, let me know. Uh, any any listeners, let me know why I offended you, how I offended you, so we can have this conversation because that's never my intent. But if it does happen, I'm willing to own up to it and see if I can say things better or, or more clearly. Or maybe it's just a matter of uh, this is how I'm going to articulate myself. And as long as I'm not actively being malice towards anybody, I'll... I'll stay true to this, but take other things in mind. Uh, so make sure you do subscribe wherever you listen to this. We should be on most podcasting platforms by now. Uh, make sure you subscribe so that you can get notifications whenever we do upload. And then also, yeah, make sure you leave a comment, share this out so we can get the conversation going. This is a conversation, not me, just not us just talking to you, not us just telling you our opinion, but just continuing a conversation that we feel needs to be had. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you all in the next one.